first thing we studied uh, about was believing and belonging. And, you know, we studied what is the local church. I, if you don't remember, uh, you can, I'm not going to go over all this stuff because you can ask me any questions. Write questions down if you have them. Like I said, if I can't answer them, we'll get, we'll get the pastor to answer them. Or Thane, Thane did such a good job last week answering questions straight from the pulpit. I mean, that young man, he, he, I praise the Lord for him, and I've watched him grow up and grow spiritually, mentally, emotionally, in every way. Uh, he's just um, a fine young man. So we've got men here that can answer the questions, whether I can or not. Uh, but, you know, you, d you need to be saved and serving, uh, no matter who you are. And, and there, there is a ministry for every person in the church, everybody. I don't care how young, how old you are. Uh, you know, and uh, we old-timers sometimes think we can't do anything, but we can always pray. I've seen uh, uh, women in this church that I can mention by name that, you know, I would come in here down on uh, 708 Warner, and I'll never forget coming there one night, and this uh, lady, uh, she's 80 years old, and she told me, she said, Brother Gary North, I pray for you every day. You know what? I believed her. I believe she really did. I believe many of you pray for me, and I, I appreciate that so much. And uh, But we just need to be saved and serving. And we talk membership. And, you know, I, again, I, I sort of hit it pretty hard. I think that if you're in here, you ought to be a member of this church. You can't properly serve unless you're a, a member of this church. And so and as we continue on, I, I'm going to show you uh, tonight we're going to be start studying. we got about 25 minutes here. Uh, we're going to study on God's pattern of the local church. And, uh, you know, Many times in the Bibles, uh, metaphors are used to describe different things. I, it's used uh, in, in this passage, in many passages of Scripture, a uh, metaphor is used as the church. Um, and, and a metaphor is, you know, I, I looked up a definition. I sort of knew what it was, but it said a metaphor is a figure of speech in, in which a word or phrase is applied to an object or an action to which it is not literally applicable. And, you know, and a good example of that, if you'll turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12, uh, we'll we're, I am going to do a, a lot of jumping around. I think he'll keep these up on the board. If you don't want to turn to each and every one of them, that, that'll be fine. But uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 is uh, what we'll go first. And just write them down, and you can study them when you get home, too, if you have pen and paper. So uh, Corinthians 12, 12 says, For as the body is one and hath many members... And all the members of that one body, being many, are, are one bo body, so also is Christ. You know, the church is a body, and you know, we are members one of another. Uh, you know, uh, you can just, if you've ever seen anybody, I mean, and I, uh, there's a, you can go online and you can just say, one arm bowler. And there's a guy that I met down at, at Shining Light Baptist Church. He has no arms or no legs. It, that's how he was born. He has a little things protruding out of his body. And, and he, uh, he took to team group bowling and, and, and went, had a strike. And when you see him on the, on the video, it shows him making a strike. He was the most unbelievable looking guy. And when he was in a suit, you never noticed it. You really didn't. Uh, he and the Lord gave him a wife there a after I met him, and uh, they travel in the ministry. But he's a—I uh, uh, can't even think of his name. But you go on, you go online, and you just uh, on Google and just Google a one-arm boulder, and you will not believe it. You know, but uh, you're just sitting there eating with him, you'd never know it. But uh, but you know what? When we when a part of our body uh, isn't working properly, uh, we're in trouble. And that, you know, we're, we all are part of the member. We're, we're members one of another. 
and we, but we have one head, and that head is the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, when he is taken out of the picture in any church, then, then you're, and, and I, was, I grew up in a religion that had another head. And I'll guarantee you, uh, there's only one head, and that's the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. And the household of God, let's look at the household of God in Ephesians uh, 2.19. Ephesians 2.19. Ephesians 2.19, the Bible says, Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints in the household of God. You know, the church is a family and a household of faith. I, I mean, uh, I'm telling you, uh, to, uh, I always like the old saying, to live above with those we know, oh, that will be glory. But to live below with those we know, <laughs> that's a different story. And there, there's so many divisions in the church uh, that, I, that sometimes that I go through. It just, it, it breaks your heart. And, and to see a, a growing church and then something happens and, uh, you know, and it's about half the size because, Another group that decides to go over here and start another church or what have you. But, you know, uh, we, we should be a man ought to leave a church unless unless it's for a doctrinal reason or he's actually moving uh, far enough away that he, he will have to choose another local church. But, you know, anyway, we go on and we talk about the building of God. Let's look at Ephesians 220 We're right there in Ephesians 220 and 21. The Bible says in 2.20 and 2.21, And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together, growing unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom we also are builded together for a, an inhabitation of God through the Spirit. But, you know, we, uh, the Lord is the foundation, and, and, of course, if he's not, if you don't have a foundation in the house, uh, you know what's going to happen. I was just telling someone about, uh, uh, Dustin, I was telling him about the houses down there in, in Kentucky just floating down the river. And they didn't have, wasn't connect, connected to the foundation properly, or they'd still be there. All the rest of them are still there. But, you know, you have to have a good foundation for anything that you're going to build. Uh, it's simple. I mean, I don't know why I even use these examples, but I, I always told my grandchildren that math has to have a foundation. And it's it, and you, you build from that foundation, and you build up on math. And if you miss uh, steps in that building, you know, it's not going to be built firmly, and it's not going to be right. And you have to learn your times tables and learn these tables, and math becomes easy. But I don't think I convinced any of my grandchildren that that's the truth. I must be a, a bad teacher is what I must be, you know. But the local church is the foundation, and the members are fitly framed together, each one uh, in his place, helping to accomplish the work. Uh, you know, God's got us here for a purpose. We're here to glorify God. I, it says in Isaiah, don't know exactly where that scripture is, but in Isaiah 18, I believe, it says that we are here to glorify God. 1 Corinthians 12, 18. I hate to have you jumping around so much tonight, but it's the only way I knew how to get my point across. 1 Corinthians 12:18 The Bible says, "But now hath God set every member, every one of them in the body as it pleased him." Uh, you, you know, 
I look around this church, and I'm totally amazed. I mean, I don't know everybody in here. You know I don't. But I, I, I was just, as we were praying, uh, Wayne and I back were praying, I, I told him I've never seen so many workers in a church. Uh, that's why this church is growing, because we have a lot of workers. I told Pastor the other day, I said, Pastor, you can't do this. You, you, couldn't, have, you couldn't have possibly done what's being done here. Uh, you know, I mean, to start with on Sunday, while things were going on here, you, we had children's church, and we have people teaching that. We have uh, the, the, the nurseries. We have all these things. All, everybody's got to be in their place. And, and that's why it says, but now hath God placed every member, every one of them in the body as it pleased him. And you know what I always say? Be in your place. If you're in your place, it's going to work properly. And that, that's where we need to be. You know, uh, but the job to do is, Anything that I always think about, the, the main goal is the furtherance of the gospel. You, you just think about that. It's the furtherance of the gospel. And how's God going to do this? The local church. The local church moves forward doing God's work, doing it God's way, and seeking to save the lost. You know what I mean? And, and if a person is, is doing what God wants him to do and saying what God wants him to say and being where God wants him to be, you're a true success. I don't care if you're living on Skid Row, if you don't have a dime in your pocket. You don't have any Bitcoins in your pocket. Anybody's never seen a Bitcoin and wants to see one at the church, I'll show you them. I have some Bitcoins here. <laughs> and I've showed them to a few people, and they'll, t they'll tell you that I've showed them to them. So there. But anyway, I'm telling you right now, uh, the church moves forward, doing it God's, God's work, doing it God's way, and seeking to save the lost. And then God has a pattern for the church. And, you know, where, where do we get everything that we're going to study? We've got to get it out of the Bible. And, and God's got a pattern in the Bible uh, for the way he wants his church run. And I believe with all of my heart, or I wouldn't be up here preaching this, that the local church is God's authority for today. I believe that. I mean, I can, uh, it, would be, it would take a pretty good convincer, and they'd have to show me a lot of scripture to tell me that, uh, that the local church is not God's, uh, that's his pattern for the church and his, his way. We, you know, what we believe about the church must come from God's word, not from man's ideas. And you can, you can go on, on, if you have a TV, you can go on TV and watch some of these so-called churches. I don't call them churches, but so-called churches doing it man's way, and they're growing. Uh, and they might be growing through the thousands, but I'm just telling you, it'll never work. It'll never glorify God. It'll glorify man, and it will crumble and fall at the end. The Bible is the sole authority for faith, and practice in the New Testament church. And, and like I said, so many so-called churches today are glorified rock concerts, is what I call them, you know. The word church is significant in the Bible because it never is used to refer to a denomination nor, or a national church. I, I heard a joke one time, I don't know if I can even tell it properly, I'll try to tell it, but I liked it. This guy was, uh, you know, he, he had died and he was going to heaven and everything else, and uh, it was really funny. He got in there, and they was he was looking around and everything else. And he said, "Well, who made it?" You know, and he said, uh, "You know what?" He said, "What do you mean?" He said, he, "He said who's up here?" You know, and everything else. Like he said, he said, "Well, he said, you know, God's people." And then he went and got into where he was going to check out hell. And he said, uh, "Who's down here? Are the Catholics down here?" Oh yeah. Are 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 the uh, are the? Oh no. He went to hell first and was found out who was down there. And he said, "Are there any Catholics down there?" Yes. I knew I'd blow it, but I still got to tell it, okay? Now I think I've got it up here. We'll try. 
went to hell, and he, and he said, you want to see that before you get to heaven? So he got down there, and he says, are there any Catholics down there? Oh, yeah. Any Baptists down there? Oh, yeah. Are, are, are there any Presbyterians? Oh, yeah. Pentecost? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, all, he said, well, who made it? So he went up to heaven, and he looked in there, and he said, are there any Catholics in here? And they said, Catholics? Is there any Baptists in here? Baptists. Any Pentecostals? He kept going through all these names. He said, well, who made it? He said, well, children of God, that's who made it to heaven. You know, apart from the grace of God and, and God doing what he does, you know, that's who makes it to heaven. And so, anyway, that's the best I could do on that. I'm sorry. But anyway, so, the, the, again, the Bible is uh, significant and never calls uh, out church names. The, the Bible teaches that every church is directly uh, accountable to God. You know, I, uh, Pastor and I talk through the week, and, and, and li- I like to pick his brain as well as I like you know, other pastors when I'm with them. And, and you know, we were talking today, and, and I said, Pastor, a, a, a biblical church is pastor-led and congregationally governed and run. Uh, that's why. That's why it is so important for you to be a member of this church. When you're a member of this church, then you get a vote. You know, if you're not a member, you shouldn't vote because, you know, it's, it's a church membership that allows you that privilege. And, and a simple definition of a local church it is a group of baptized believers who have voluntarily joined themselves together to carry out the Great Commission, to seek and to save that which is lost. We, you can go to a lot of verses. that uh, I, You could preach a total message on, on that, on the Great Commission, but I'm not going to do that. But I want you to notice what the Lord said concerning the church in Matthew 16, 13. If you want to turn to Matthew 16, 13. Matthew 6, 16, 13, the Bible says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am, that I, that, that I the Son of Man, am? And they said to him, Thou art John the, art, and they said, Some say that John the Baptist, some say Elias, and others Jeremiah, and one of the, Elijah, and one of the prophets. He said to them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter said unto him, Thou art the Christ, the Son of, of the living God. And, you know, that's what Jesus says about the church. And, and he goes on down to say, I think I started out wrong there, 13 to 18. I want to go on down to 18. And it says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Again, I'm not going to go deep into that last verse. Uh, there, there's one religion that says that Peter is, is the first pope, and they, they will say a lot of things. And, you know, they put him in a position of authority that he ought not be in. But the, if you'll study that out, there's two, uh, Peter, there's two different words for, for the rock and I'm not going to go into that. That's another study in and of itself, but I'm just telling you right now that man cannot be glorified in the local church. You know, uh, Christ said, I will build my church, and the true church has many enemies and many critics. I'm telling you what, uh, if you're doing something for the Lord, you're, you're going to get criticized. You can just you count it down, you know. And he said, in this world, you shall have tribulations. And, and you will have, many in here have had more tribulations than the others. 
But uh, the more you're doing for the Lord, probably the more tribulations that you're going to have. That's not very encouraging. I'm supposed to have a ministry encouragement, Pastor. But really, the more you do for the Lord, uh, the more the devil's going to fight you, you know. But Jesus Christ is, is building his church. We don't have to worry about a man building. Jesus Christ said that he was building. And why, why is he doing it? Because he said he would in that last passage. And uh, we have, however, our one responsibility, and that is to be obedient to the Word of God and to the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. You know, as we obey the Lord, the Lord will build His church. If we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, I'm just telling you, folks, uh, th this building and the next building here won't ho hold what God has in store for Platte Valley Baptist Church in, in Fort Morgan, Colorado. But, you know, how the Lord is doing His work in the world is, again, through the local church. And the New Testament church, uh, here's a little bit of uh, contention with a lot of people, and you can say it any way that you want to, but the New Testament church, in my opinion, uh, started with Christ and his disciples and was empowered at Pentecost. You can say that it was <coughs> in the embryo stages uh, in, in the early, in the, in the, in the Gospels, however you want to say that. Uh, it, was, it was in the process of being started because there's too many references to the local church. And we can look at the Bible and at the first century church to learn some of the basic things concerning the local church. And Christ started the church with his disciples. Let's look to Matthew 16, 13. Matthew 16, 13. And when Jesus came into the coastline of Caesarea, he asked his disciples. That can't be the right one. That's 16, 13. Am I on the right one? Anyway, I just read that one. And 18, 15 through 17. Let's read 18, 15 through 17. Start checking my notes better. 18, 15 through 17. And the Bible says here, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, or go to tell him his fault between thee and him alone, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. This is in red. And boy, I have a hard time reading in red. And I'm, it's Jesus' words. Don't get me wrong, but I still have a hard time reading it. But if thou will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more that is in, in, the, in, the, in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Every word shall be established. And if thou shalt neglect to hear them, tell it to the church. See, they're already they're talking about the local church here. Tell it to the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee an, as an heathen man and a, a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven so the lord gave the gave the great commission and the ordinances to the church uh not simply to a, a group of of just believers there was there was a new testament church was had saved membership and we, we we'll see that later on down the road i just keep uh, hankering on that but it's the truth let's turn to acts 2 41 and 42 241 and 42 it says then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls added to who added to the local church is all like I don't think that, that I think that that can mean there <coughs> so 
anyway. Um, and from the record we find in the scripture, I have 42 also, I want to read that. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. And that's what we do here. Uh, we couldn't have the Lord's Supper Sunday night because we didn't have the cups, but that we do exactly what that says to do here er every month, every every year, you know. So, But the New Testament church has saved membership, and from the record we find in the Scripture those who came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ obeyed him in baptism and identified themselves with the local body of believers. I, I've never been to a baptism of where they baptized 30, 35 people, whatever's going to happen here, the 28th. I uh, thought I would be gone, and it worked out to where I can be here, and I'm so happy for that, and I'm going to be here for the, the Circuit Rider Conference, and <coughs> the Lord is just blessing me over and over again. So, But uh, I, I'm looking forward to that, uh, probably apart from that one, the, the greatest uh, baptismal I was ever at was down in Uruguay, South America. Uh, they baptized out in the, in the river. It's called the Rio de la Plata. And, and it was just an amazing, amazing day for me. Uh, I probably have said this 500 times. It started raining and nobody left. They just stayed there and, and watched people get baptized. And unbelievable uh, how wimpy we are here in the United States of America. We'd all, we'd all tuck tail and run, you know. But the New Testament church has Christ only as the head. In Colossians 1.18, uh, let's go to there, Colossians 1.18. <coughs> Bible says, and he that is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And you know that that's talking about the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it goes, goes ahead there in 19. I'll go ahead and read that. For it says, for it pleased the Father that in him, again, Jesus Christ, should all the fullness dwell. You know, um, it teaches us that Christ is the only head of the church. No one and no thing is to take the place of Jesus Christ as being the head of the church. And a New Testament church recognizes that it it's only has one headquarters, you know, and, and that it, that is heaven. Uh, there, there are so many that get their orders from headquarters, and that is one thing that uh, convinced me right after I got saved. Uh, somebody asked me what I was, and the only thing I could tell them at that time was a child of God because I... I came out of a religion, and, and I didn't know. I mean, I'd gotten saved and, and baptized in this little uh, uh, little Bible church there in Crane, Indiana. And somebody asked me what I was, and I said, I'm a child of God. But the more I studied uh, the doctrine and the, the, the Baptist, uh, what are those called, the Baptist? Uh, huh? Distinctive. Once I studied that, you've seen what the Baptist stood for, and I knew that's what I stood for, you know. But I can't, even, I can't even say what I stood for, and then here I'm saying that's what I am. But anyway, Christ gave the, gave the great commission to the church. <coughs> Folks, our faith was once delivered to us, but now uh, we must pass it on to every generation. I better quit there, or I'll go uh, over tonight. Um, you guys have been, I, I know this, sometimes this isn't the most interesting subject in the world to teach on, but I, I do believe it's exactly what the Lord would have had me uh, teach this time that I came out here. And in doing so, I'm not worried about you guys, but I just hope it's not boring you too much. 
and I do hope you'll get something out of it. And, and most of all, if you have questions, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, uh, when I was in Bible college, I'll never forget old Dr. Childs. He said, he said, there's no such thing as a dumb question. He said, you know, I was a new believer. I mean, everybody knew all this stuff. I mean, I was, and I had to ask a lot more questions than some of these guys who grew up in the Christian faith, knew all their verses and all that stuff. So uh, thank you again for your patience and kindness toward me. And so let's pray. <coughs> Father in heaven, I, I do thank you for the local church. And our Lord, I think that you've established one right here in, in Fort Morgan, Colorado. I ask you, Lord, to keep your hand upon it, upon Pastor, his wife, and all those that serve here. Lord, give them a special blessing for their efforts. Thank you for all those that come faithfully and, and Lord, are just a, a faithful layman. So we just ask you now to dismiss us with your blessing, uh, Lord, that we'll go to our homes and we'll uh, try to serve you uh, by serving others. And Lord, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed.